I knew they would. Listen, this is another edition of Thirst Quench Thursday, Thirst Quench Ministry, Thirst Quench Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Chadwick Rosebreast Senior, man. I appreciate y'all kicking it with me tonight. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking about you deserve better. You deserve better. Um, and, and, and I'm going to dig into that, but let's go ahead and open up a prayer. As always, if you have prayer requests, Aunt Helen, it's good to see you. Mom's Dukes, good to see you. Um, if y'all have prayer requests, put those on your screen. DM me, let me know, um, and we will get those covered. We know, um, I need you to know that I'm praying for you. Um, whatever it is that you're going through, um, God's will be done in your life. Uh, but let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for life, health, and strength. God, I thank you um, for your mercy. For if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and seek my face, turn from your wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive them of your sins and heal their land. Um, God, we need you. Not just in our city, not just in our state, God, but in our country, in our personal lives. God, we need you like never before. God, I'm not worried about a single thing because I know that you still rest on the throne. You never slumber nor sleep. So that's why tonight when I, my head hits the pillow, I'm going to sleep and I'm going to slobber sleep uh, because I know that you've already got this thing worked out, God. So I give you praise, honor, and glory. God, I lift up every single person who is uh, going through anything right now. I pray um, for our leaders. I pray for the people who have the tough decisions to make. God, I thank you for every single person who is speaking truth to power. Um, God, I thank you that uh, we don't operate on earthly things, God, but our Heavenly Father. Um, has given us grace, God. So I thank you for your new covenant and, and just the grace that you afford us. God, I pray for everybody who's struggling, whether it be mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. God, I pray right now, God, that you show them that you are the light, God. So we thank you in advance. As I say every time now, I will never pray another prayer without expectations, God. So I thank you that it's already done. Pray that you decrease me 100% so that people see and hear none of me, God, but they see and hear all of you. Pray the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart are pleasing unto your sight. God, you're my strength and my redeemer. And everybody typed amen in your screen. Amen, amen um, in your screen. Listen, man, go ahead and type this on your screen. We're getting started on this thing. We're getting started real quick. You deserve better. You deserve better. You, you deserve better. If nobody deserves better, listen to me. You deserve better. And what do we, what do we deserve better when it comes to I'm talking to the people um, not necessarily with low self-esteem, not talking to you um, because you felt like you've been dealing with some things. I'm talking to the people who have learned to settle um, because you settled. You realize that this is the best that you can afford. I come to speak life to those people. I come to speak life to the people who feel like what they're going through right now is the very best that they deserve. No, you deserve better. If the people who are around you aren't giving the things that you are giving them, listen to me, you deserve better. If you've been stuck in complacency, you deserve better. Enough is enough. Listen to me, you get one life. You get one life to live, and so now you have to learn to make your life count. One life, one life, you deserve better, and you're going to achieve better. You're going to receive better, and if you believe that, I need you to type that on your screen. I deserve better. You spoke to somebody else. You didn't realize it, but you spoke into somebody else's life when you said you deserve better, but some things you've got to learn to manifest and claim for yourself. I deserve better. I deserve better. Our text is coming right now. If you would travel with me to Matthew 14 um, in, this, in this episode of Matthew, Matthew 14. Uh, I'm going to start around verse 26. It says, but when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, uh, they were terrified saying it is a ghost and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, take heart. It is I 
Do not be afraid. Verse 28, follow me. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. That just shouted my soul just down. 29, he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, when he saw the strong wind, he became frightened and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and called him and saying to him, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? Verse 32, listen to me. If you don't hear anything else, hear verse 32. Then they got up and got into the boat and the wind ceased. Now, you already know the topic for the jeopardy of time. Listen to me. Um, you deserve better. I deserve better. Casey, what's going on, man? I hope everybody is absolutely well, man. This right here, this lesson, um, I have something completely different prepared. But listen to me. My oldest son this morning um, on the way out the door he said pops i read listen when he when he don't do exactly what he's supposed to do this ain't no punishment but i need him to fill his mind with the right thing so he's got a children's bible he's got to read 45 minutes an hour or whatever he's got to read and so while he was reading his bible he came out he had to tell me what he read about last night but this morning he said pops i read about jesus walking on the water and so i began to challenge him i asked him different things about that thing i said well tell me why jesus walking on the water he said i, I don't know i said well you need to go get that bible before you go to school and tell me why jesus walked on the water and he got to reading the thing he was skimming through it he said because his friends um his friends needed him and so I got to I got to reading this text and I started, I got to studying this thing um, because I preached this text before um, about walking on the water. And I'm telling you, it preaches me happy every single time because sometimes you got to learn to get some courage and learn to walk out on the water. But that's a whole different text. Maybe you've been stuck in place and you're scared of walking out on something. Whatever it is that you're contemplating moving out on, this is your notice. I'm serving you notice right now. Stop standing still. The spirit of complacency will kill you. It will let you die and it will move on to the next one. The devil is a lie. You got to learn to walk out on the water, but that's neither here nor there. So this thing moved me happy when he told me he said he, he his friends needed him i said who are his friends he said, i don't i don't know i said well you need to know before we move out this door he said the disciples yes sir the disciples the disciples were in need of him in this text and you deserve better than someone letting you down you deserve better than someone letting you down. Listen to me. I don't need for you to put this thing into a relationship context. I need for us to go a little bit deeper. If I can't step out in the water right now, right, right about now, the water is at my ankle. By the time we finish, I'm going to need to be swimming, sinking in this water. And so what if you if you've read Matthew 14 at the beginning of Matthew 14, John the Baptist was beheaded. And so the disciples that have been experiencing some trauma, they have been going through some things. So so in the beginning, I commend Peter anyway for walking out on the water. They had just just witnessed John the Baptist being beheaded. And right after that, they fed the 5,000. Um, and so, um, and, and that's a whole different text. I know I'm getting off topic tonight, but I'm telling you, man, I, 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 as a matter of fact, I'm going to preach this next week. I'm going to teach this on Thursday, Quench Thursday next week, how God enjoys and he uses the leftovers. That's why after he fed the 5,000, he told disciples, get the baskets and go and gather up all the scraps. My goodness. I don't know about y'all, but I am a scrap. I'm okay being a scrap. God uses the scraps, the ones that nobody else wants, the ones that other people look over because they got a full course meal. There will come a time and a place in your life where all you've got, maybe you've been there. If that's you, say, I've been there. I've been there. If that's you and all you had before was some scraps, you ought to thank God for the scraps. I don't know about y'all, but I'm a scrap. I'm okay being a scrap. But if you keep tearing on in Matthew 14, 
Matthew 14, uh, uh, Jesus, after they fed 5,000, he went up on the mountain so he gets some time to himself. And the disciples, by that time, were already moving out on the water. And when Jesus decided to come join him, he started to walk across started to walk across the water. When the disciples saw him, this made me laugh a little bit. Yes, I've been there too, Carmen. I'm telling you, I, God uses the scrap. Sometimes better he used that full course meal, that filet mignon, whatever it is. But right here, come on, let's stay right here, right here. Matthew 14, what happens in this text is uh, uh, he decided to walk out on the water. And when the disciples saw him, they were terrified. That's my first flag right there because you are the same ones who have walked with Jesus. You know his capability. So sometimes you've got to have a little bit more courage than the crowd that you're standing with. You've got to have a little bit more courage than the crowd that's standing with you. And so right here, I'm seeing, it says that they ask, is it a ghost? They cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus said, and you know, sometimes God will let you want and sometimes he'll answer you immediately. And this one, he said, immediately Jesus spoke out to them. He said, no, take heart, it's me. Do not be afraid, but Peter, somebody shout Peter. Where's DeMarco at? I need, I need somebody to shout Peter. But Peter said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come out on the water. And all Jesus said was come. And I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but sometimes you need to hear that word. Some, some, sometimes you're waiting on a whole sermon. All you need to hear God say is come. All you need to hear God say is move. All you need to hear God say is no. Maybe you're going to kick and scream and pout when you hear him say no. But when he says no... Listen to me. You need to hear him say no. But verse 30 right here, I'm going I'm to move on for the, for, for, for the sake of time because I know y'all got chicken to eat tonight. and We got snow that we're praying for. But verse 30 says, but when he noticed the strong wind, when he saw the strong wind, he became frightened. <laughs> and if I can park right there just for a second, if I can put my anchor right there just for a second, it says that he saw that the wind had became strong and he got frightened. Listen to me. Type this in your screen. It matters what you see it matters it matters what you're looking at it matters it matters what you see it matters it matters what's in your vision understand that there is a difference between what you see and your vision listen to me there is a big difference in what you see and your vision what happened peter saw that the waves were becoming crazy he saw that so what he could see frightened him so much to the point that he began to sink my goodness I almost jumped ahead too fast sight is something that you can see with your eyes vision is something that you can't see with your eyes and some of y'all wondering about why your business ain't beginning to move off the ground baby you're still trying to see it with your eyes there comes a point in time where you've got to trust the vision that god has given you you ain't got to see everything that's why the bible says that eyes have not seen my goodness we're beginning to dig into this thing ears have not heard neither has it entered into the hearts of man but listen to me you don't have to see everything that's coming forth in your life sometimes you got to be able to hold your hands up and say god you know what? whatever you about to do i'm okay with it whatever you got to say to me i'm listening to you but listen to me percent the bible says right here that says but when he noticed when he saw the strong wind listen to me the wind didn't have nothing to do with these waves my goodness right now, my goodness right now. Somebody is going through some stuff in their life right now where the winds are trying to knock you off course. But listen to me, your foundation, the thing that you're standing on has to be firm and planted. Hear me closely, hear me closely. The wind is trying to knock you off course. Hear me closely though. Your eyes are seeing the wind. I need for your vision to understand that your feet are planted firmly in God. So it matters not how the wind is blowing. It don't matter what's 
situations are coming into your life, you've got something to stand 10 toes down on. And if I can insert this right here, some of us get too upset and too, too ready to be bowed it, bowed it. Yes, I'm an I'm a 89. I'm an 80s baby. Yes, two of us, too many of us are ready to be bowed it, bowed it about somebody who we, who we say we stand 10 toes down. But when somebody disrespect the man they call Jesus, you ain't got a word to say. Preach Roseboro, what you think I'm trying to do? Listen to me, verse 30 right here, it preaches me absolutely happy because I'm telling you, listen to me, read, read this text where it says, but when he noticed, and this part is going to get good and I'm going to get out of here, I'm going to try not to scream tonight. I've been working, I've been telling myself, I said, listen, you can't always scream. I'm going to try my best not to scream tonight. But it says, but when he saw that the strong wind had become frightened, he began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. See, see, some of y'all miss it. I used to be slow too. Don't, it, don't, it don't bother me none. Listen, I'm going to say it again because y'all didn't, didn't catch that thing. It says, but when he noticed the strong wind, when he saw the strong wind, he became frightened and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Listen to me. Some of y'all still miss that thing. <laughs> some of y'all still miss that thing. Listen, when you get I need you to type, I got it on my screen. But when he saw the strong wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. I'm going to read that thing two more times because I got time tonight. Tell somebody I got time. I got time. But when he saw that strong wind had, be, had became, he became frightened and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Last time. I hope somebody get it. I'm waiting on somebody to type that on your screen. But when he noticed, when he saw the strong wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink. Oh, my goodness. Somebody missed it right there. And beginning to to sink. Listen to me. I'm going to point this thing around. I need you to type this on the screen. There is a big difference between sinking and drowning. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to holler, but I got happy just now. Listen to me. There is a big difference between sinking and drowning. My goodness from Zion. My God from Zion. Listen, while you're sinking, you can still get some air. While you're sinking, you still got mind to, to regulate. When you're sinking, you still got a chance. When you're sinking, you still got hope. When you're sinking, you can still look up to the hills from which cometh your help. When you're sinking, there's still an opportunity for you to get it right. Just because you're sinking don't mean that you're drowning. My goodness right now. Listen to me. Listen to me. Just because you're sinking don't mean hope is gone. Just because you're sinking don't mean that you're worthless. If I can speak to somebody who's going through that sinking phase right now, listen to me. Swim, baby. Kick your feet, doggy paddle, whatever you got to do. Do the breaststroke. Keep going. Tell someone, type that on your screen right now. Keep going. Keep going. I don't care if you're not the best swimmer. I swim like a dolphin. I swim like a shark. I swim better than Michael Phelps. But there will come a point in time where you have to learn to sink. <laughs> listen to me. I remember one time I was swimming in the wave pool at Emory Point in Greensboro. My daddy uh, told me, listen, if you begin to get to the point where you can't uh, see over the waves, what you got to do is you got to learn to sink down into the bottom. <laughs> My goodness. And listen to me. By sinking to the bottom, you can push yourself off of the ground. My goodness. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. When somebody thought you was drowning, baby, you was really repositioning yourself to take a comeback. What are you saying, Roseburg? Listen to me. While you were sinking, you were gathering yourself. While you were sinking, you were composing yourself. Yes, because they thought they bothered you. Yes, because they thought they turned you off. Yes, they thought they ruined who you was in Christ. Yes, they thought they got yourself told. But listen to me, when you come out of that water, you got to realize that you're going to come out better and folk are going to be looking at you like, what in the world happened when you were sinking? Tell somebody he covered me. My goodness, that's the whole reason that you were sinking is because God had to learn to sink you. God had to sink you so that you can be covered. 
My goodness, my goodness, listen to me. There is strength in your sinking. My goodness, my goodness. There is some joy when you learn to sink. Listen to me. The worst thing that you can do in the water is try to fight the water. Why? Because the water's going to win every single time. While you're fighting the water, the water's winning every single time. But when you learn to go with the current, it's going to carry you where you need to be. It covers you. Listen to me. While you're sinking, you're covered the whole time. The thing about being in a pool is even when you've submerged, when you learn to kick off the bottom, the first thing you know, when first thing you're gonna do is when you come up, is you're gonna grab some air. So it's so even if you get covered again, baby, you still got enough air to bring you back to the top. I don't know who I'm talking to on on here right now. I don't know who it is, what you're going through right now, but there is a big difference between sinking and drowning. The enemy meant to drown you. The enemy tried to drown you because, baby, listen to me. While you're drowning, you're dying, but while you're sinking, you're living. My goodness, right now, every now and then, you've got to be okay with sinking. What you saying, Rosebro? I don't want to sink. I can swim good. Every now and then, when you sink, you learn to swim. I hear the expression all the time, either you're going to sink or you're going to swim. No, baby. Those things go hand in hand. Every now and then, you've got to sink to reposition yourself so that you can swim like never before. In your sinking, you begin to see things clearly because when you're sinking, you learn to stop fighting. That's the problem. Some of us some, some of us are fighting while, while we're sinking instead of just allowing yourself to sink. The more you relax your body... <laughs> And begin to sink down to the bottom. You see things clearly. You see where things are positioned. The next time you get in the pool, when you got your goggles on, when you decide to swing down, uh, sink down to the bottom, relax your body and just begin to look around. You can see the people who are panicking. Their feet are going, baby. And you just say, you know what? That ain't working out for them. Sometimes God will sink you 2020 to be able to see things clearer. And that's this, this is for everybody who was saying 2021 me, please. 2021, man, you was tired of sinking. But what happened on yesterday showed me that 2021 don't necessarily have to be better than 2020. I will bless the Lord at all times. So I need to give you more Bible. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad. And I don't care what year it is. I don't care what month it is. I don't care what day it is. As long as I've got breath in my body. I wish somebody would shout for me right now. You ain't got to wait on me to shout. You got to learn to holler by yourself in your living room, in your dining room, while you're driving your car. You've got to learn to bless the Lord at all at all times it, 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 at all times but here we go here we go I'm gonna say this point and I'm gonna get out of here because I done got way too happy and I ain't got Bishop White to back me up and I feel like hooping a little bit today but verse 32 no 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 let me go let me let me let me not let me not, let me not get too happy verse 31 Jesus immediately reached out his hand and called him saying to him you of little faith why did you doubt Listen to me. If you somebody on this live and you ain't typed a man in your screen right now, I'm coming for you right now. Hear me close. Here we go. This, this is it. My little brother Josh from here. Listen to me. This, this, this is the thing that preached me happy right here. This, this thing that preached me. Verse 31 says, Jesus immediately reached out. Carmen, don't push me. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and called him saying to him, you of little faith, why did you doubt? That's past tense. Why did you doubt? Because now I know you know that I got you. I know you know now. But verse 32 is your shout. And if you don't get this shout, I need for you to log off and log back on. Maybe you'll get the second time around. When they got back up and into the boat, the wind ceased. See, some of y'all just thought the shout was in the ceasing of the wind. No. <laughs> Let me read that thing one more too. Verse, verse, verse 32. 
I need you to type it on your screen when you get it. Say, I got it. I got it. I got it. When they got back up and into the boat, <laughs> the Bible says that the wind ceased. Don't miss this because the text says that, that they got up, walked back to the boat. See, there's some times that you'll sink, but you won't drown. <laughs> don't, don't miss this. They got back up and walked back to the boat, which means that the same path that made him sink the first time, he walked on again the second time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. God picked him up out of that water and took him back on the same path that he couldn't do with himself just to show him, baby, as long as you're holding my hand. Woo! Who am I talking to right now? Baby, you walked down this one path and you sunk and you were swimming and you were drowning and you wonder why in the world I didn't make it out because it matters whose hand you're holding. My goodness, from Zion, if I can preach this thing like I feel it right now, which means that the same path, <laughs> the same path that made him sink before, the same path, let me rephrase that, that made him drown before is the very same path that God took him to. See what we missed on that thing is Peter didn't walk on the water one time, he walked on the water two times. Some of us have quit because we failed at something the first time. Peter reached out for God's hand. Jesus grabbed him by the hand, picked him up, walked him back into the boat, and then the winds come. What you saying, Rose, bro? That the same winds that discouraged him the first time that made him drown had not yet learned to cease. So what happens is while he got up the second time, the wind was still going crazy. My goodness, my goodness. God does not have to remove you out of your situation before he learns for you to stand up on your own. Wait a minute. Let me say that a different way for somebody. Let me, let me say that one more time. God does not have to move you out of your situation for him to show you that he's with you. Ask the three Hebrew boys. God, if you never do another thing for me, God, I don't need for you to get me out of the fiery furnace. Sometimes you've got to ask for God to get in the furnace with you. God, I don't need for you to remove me out of this hell I'm going through. I just need for you to hold my hand <laughs> while we walk through the situation that I'm in. Peter walked on water two times, not one. It says that when he sunk, he cried out. He said, Lord, save me, please. And the Lord immediately reached and grabbed his hand. After he grabbed his hand, and says that they got up, walked, and got back into the boat, and then the seas calmed. I need for you to hear this closely. Just because you got back up, Oh my, good Lord. Just because you got back up don't mean that things are going to change in your life. But baby, if you keep moving, <laughs> I feel good right now. Baby, if you keep moving, I be, I, I, be, I prophesied over your life that eventually, I eventually the seas will come. The wind will cease as long as you're holding the right hand. Is there anybody in, Lord have mercy, I don't, I don't, I don't got the feeling way too good. Is there anybody in here who understands that yes, just because I got knocked down don't mean I'm not going to get back up. And when I get back up, baby, I'm going to keep it moving. Tell somebody, keep it moving, keep it, keep it moving, keep it moving. The worst thing that Peter could have done when he started to drown was to give up. No, instead of giving up, he reached out his hand. Humility. Just because he was sinking didn't mean he was finished. I need for you to hear me. Just because you sunk before in your life, let me speak to your present tense. Just because you're sinking right now does not mean that you are dying. Tell somebody, keep it moving. Keep it moving. I wish that I could ask you, can I bother you one last time? <laughs> But listen to me, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Ye of little faith, why did you doubt? I got to ask you that question. You of, you of little faith, why did you doubt? 
Just because the winds are going crazy all around you don't mean that I ever left you. Because the Bible says that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. So even if you feel like you're sinking right now, hear me closely. You're not sinking alone. That's why we got to learn that in our sinking, it produces something. My question to you today is what does your sinking produce? <laughs> My goodness. What does your sinking produce? Because let me, let me make this very clear. Your sinking and my sinking are two different things. Just because I came up swimming, don't mean that I got it all figured out. Just because I learned to manage my issues in public, don't mean that I'm no better than you. Just because I can put on a suit, stand up in a pulpit, preach the word of God, does not mean that at times I don't sink. So when you see me, I don't need, my God, when you see me, I don't need for you to think that I swim all the time. Because I sink. My goodness. If you've never felt like you were sinking before, stay in the water long enough. There'll come a time where your feet are kicking. And the water's still submerging you. There'll come a time where you feel like you're the best swimmer in the world. My goodness. My goodness. Oh, my. And you feel like you're still sinking. Hold me closely. Josh, I got you. It's okay that you're sinking. Just don't drown. There's a big difference in sinking and drowning. Sinking produces something. Wait a minute. I hear you, Lord. Your sins produce Calvary. <sighs> what do you think that your praise can do? Your sinking produces some things. It's up to you to decide what exactly it's going to produce. Number one, are you going to fight sinking? And cover that thing up and act like you got it all figured out. I know you saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, fire baptized. You got water and oil up to your neck. I understand. But when you come out of that fluff, when you come out of that fakeness, and you realize that we fall down. <laughs> 10,000 times I've fallen. But 10,001 I got back up. Baby, you got to learn to swim. God is a merciful God. 
Do you think it's by coincidence that the Bible says immediately Jesus reached out his hand and pulled Peter up? I don't even think it's by coincidence that because after he picked him up out of the water, they walked back into the boat. He could have picked him up and carried him. This is for me tonight, y'all. I'm sorry. This, this is for me tonight. He could have picked him back up and carried him to the water, but if I carry you, you won't know how to walk again. If you fight that water too much, you'll never learn how to swim. There comes a point in time where you've got to learn how to swim. I believe God is preparing you as we speak. Maybe you've been in a season where all you did was sink. Maybe you've been in a season where all you did was feel like you were drowning. But I speak life over you right now. If you're hearing my voice, that means you didn't drown. If you're hearing my voice, it means that somehow, some way, you're still kicking. It means somehow, some way, you're learning how to ride the current. If you're hearing me right now, it means that you're not submerged, but you're growing. Hear me closely. Hear me, hear me, hear me, and I'm, and I'm done. Because when we grow, we feel like everybody's supposed to acknowledge it, that we're supposed to get it, eventually get it right. But listen to me, growing hurts. Growing hurts because you're used to your box, your people, your friends, your life, your house, your books, your cars, your city, your town, baby, but when you learn to grow, things are going to be new. They're going to be uncomfortable. You've got to learn how to keep swimming. And when it gets to the point that you feel like you can't swim another inch, reach your hand up to God. The Bible says that immediately he grabbed Peter by the hand. Father, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for life, health, and strength. God, you are a, such a good God. God, I thank you for showing me that I deserve better. I deserve better than just sinking and giving up. I deserve better than having friends who were still in the boat and never tried to help me. My goodness. God, I deserve better. So God, I thank you for who you are to our life. I thank you that as long as I've got you, God, I'm growing every single day, God. My sinking produced my praise. My sinking produced my hallelujah. My sinking produced my 2020 vision. My sinking produced my scream. My sinking produced my better days. Because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I would have drowned a long time ago. So, God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your love, your grace, your peace, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. God, I thank you for guarding my mind and my heart. God, I pray for every person on this on this call right now, on this, on this live right now, God, who is struggling in any kind of way. I pray for the people who got bad news today, God. I thank you for the people who are in transition right now, God. I thank you for the people who think they got it all figured out and don't need you. God, I thank you, and I pray for the people right now, God, who are angry because an angry man can't enter into the gates of heaven. So God, I pray that they get it right before it's too late. God, you're a great God. You are a mighty good God. So I thank you. I bless you. 
and I give you all the praise, honor, and glory. For it's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and hallelujah. Man, listen, type that on your screen. If you've not hit that share button, do me a favor. Hit that share button. And y'all know how we do when we end. It's got to be some type of praise, all right? So listen, I love you. You can't do nothing about it. Until next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be at your back. <laughs>